Hello, cookbook friends, and welcome to the Cookbook Divas podcast, where we help you find your next favorite cookbook, new or vintage. My name is Katie, and with me is my co-host, Carrie, and we are Cookbook Addicts. Thank you for tuning in to today's mini-sode. Notice that she didn't say we're recovering cookbook addicts because we're making no effort to get help. No, in fact, we're trying to like get a whole group together. It's not like Cookbook Addicts Anonymous. We're like doing the opposite. Collect with us. <laughs> In this mini-sode, we're going to cover some cookbooks that we missed this spring, understandably, because there were so many new cookbook releases, and we're so excited about these and want to share them with you. And I know that there was a couple on this mini so that slipped past me and I was really excited about them, but I guess I got excited about the other ones too. And these just like slipped up from under me. Also, all these cookbooks have been moving their, their release dates so much that I think it's just really hard to keep track of. So hopefully this episode will help us remember some of these cookbooks we were about to miss. So I want to kick off with, I want to kick off today's episode with a cookbook that I think is going to benefit all of us this summer. It is called Weeknight Smoking on Your Traeger and Other Pellet Grills, Incredible Fire Mealed, Fire, Wood Fired Meals Made Fast and Easy. It's by Adam McKenzie. It came out May 11th. I am just going to go straight into the table of contents because it's just magnificent. I love this book and it needs to be on everybody's bookshelf. So the first chapter is Mastering Your Traeger. Then we have Quick Smoked Steaks and Burgers, Fast and Delicious Chicken and Pork, Lightning Fast Fish and Seafood, Lowish and Slowish Barbecue to Fit Your Busy Life, Smoking Sides and Apps, Weeknight Traeger Desserts, and then we have sauces, butters, and salsas to elevate any dish. I don't own one of these, and I know that for my next big outdoor appliance purchase, I, my husband and I definitely want to get like a smoker barbecue combo so that we can do everything. But I know a lot of people that do own smokers and Traegers, and it's amazing what they can do. I've had, I think I had the best broccoli in my entire life from one of these. Wow, really? So, yes. Ooh. So, oh man, so good. So some of the recipes you're going to find in here are going to be, we have like the pretty typical like skirt steaks and seared steaks, but I like that they've provided a whole array of flavors and different from different places around the world. So like they've provided like a smoked Korean style short rib. There's also a orange chipotle and bourbon glazed pork tenderloin, pretty typical, but then the, you have a chicken tinga taco, super tasty. We also have Baja fish tacos, fire roasted whole fish, beef dino bones. I wonder what that means in here. And then I want to, some of the desserts you're going to find in here, there's apple toffee galette. Oh, so good. And then upside down cobbler. And then some of the sauces you're going to find, you have like an Asian style barbecue sauce, which is really great. And then an Alabama white sauce. There's a spicy chipotle barbecue sauce, lots of different flavors in this whole cookbook so that you can kind of cover, cover all your bases. And it's going to be super awesome during the summertime. There's so, I think there's over 60 recipes at least in this cookbook. So if you have a Traeger, I definitely encourage you to get this cookbook. 
It's weeknight smoking on your Traeger and other pellet grills. Incredible wood-fired meals made fast and easy by Adam McKenzie. My next cookbook is Fun with Food Toddler Cookbook. Aww. Activities and recipes to play and eat. I wish I'd had this when I was a nanny, oh, yeah. which was a long time ago, and that child is now in college. Let's not do the math. Anyway, <laughs> the author is Yafi Lavova, RDN, Registered Dietitian and Nutritionist. And they are giving us fun and easy recipes that little chefs age one to three can make with you. Okay. And they specialize in a safe and enjoyable kitchen adventure. They're trying to work on how cooking can help your little chef build confidence in the kitchen and pique any picky eater's appetite. They offer simple directions. This kid's cookbook features step-by-step -step recipes that are easy enough for your toddler to take the lead on with limited adult help. Oh Is God. it okay to scream, get in the kitchen and make me dinner to my niece? <laughs> Probably not. And they offer chances to play, teaching your child to have fun outside the kitchen as they dig into tons of awesome food-related activities. So I can't wait to take a quick little sneak peek. The cover has adorable little fruit skewers, and the fruits have been cut with little, you know, cutters yeah. into hearts and stars oh it's adorable that's really cute there's a the contents are chapter one playing and cooking in the kitchen chapter two adventurous activities chapter three morning games at breakfast i'm sorry unless you're a stay-at-home parent you don't have time to play f games in the morning at breakfast but maybe on the weekends Anyway, chapter four, fun with lunch and dinner. Chapter five, exploring with sides and snacks. Chapter six, diving into desserts. I'm peeking at pumpkin oatmeal breakfast cookies, oh, oatmeal squish bowl, and facials. <laughs> <laughs> what kid doesn't like putting oatmeal on their face, honestly? Right, yeah. There's an activity for making fruit puppets. There's tropical blended popsicles, sweet and savory roasted Brussels sprouts. Good luck. A activity called bowling with Brussels. Oh That's God. that you might get you might be able to get your kid to eat Brussels sprouts if they can play with them first. Mm -hmm. There's an activity on chopstick training and stretch like cheese yoga poses. This is really, really fun. I love it. It's fun with food, toddler cookbook, activities and recipes to play and eat by Yafi Lavova. This next book isn't technically a cookbook, but I think it would be really helpful for home cooks or just people that really want to get into the culinary field. It is called What's the Difference? Recreational Culinary Reference for the Curious and Confused. It comes out or it came out June 8th. It's by Brett Warshaw. Have you ever wondered the difference between a dumpling versus a gyoza versus a pot sticker versus a wonton? Because yes. I, I mean, like I have, but I, so I've heard the term interchanged all the time. So I've always been like, okay, I guess it's all like, they're all dumplings. This book is divided up into a whole bunch of different sections, but they're all basically like, what is this versus this? So another example would be for, you know, some of us don't know the difference between a banana versus a plantain. There's also like active dry yeast versus fresh yeast versus instant yeast. Or what is all-purpose flour versus baked flour versus cake flour and pastry flour. So there's so many things in here that, you know, some of them I'm like, oh, I actually know what the difference is. But then others I was like, oh, no, I actually do interchange a lot of these terms. I don't know the difference. So it's fun. 
Some of the chapters you will find in this are like apples. So there's a whole apple section, which is insane. There's barbecue, beer, cheese, chocolate, coffee, ice cream, frozen desserts, pasta, pickles, pig, rice, sugar. So if you are curious about culinary terms or the actual difference, like scientifically or just in general of certain things, and you want to learn more about that, I think this is a cool find. I think it's really fun, too. Oh, I keep seeing it everywhere, and I'm thinking that would be really, really educational. I've got to at least get a copy from the library and read through it. Yeah, and there are really, for some of these, it's mostly, there's no pictures for the most part, but there are some really adorable illustrations kind of trickled throughout, you know, like for apple butter versus applesauce. There's a cute little watercolor painting of some apples and stuff, and it's just a really fun, cute book for people that are are really curious or literally confused like I definitely get confused with some of these things for sure so if you want to check that out it's what's the difference recreational culinary reference for the curious and confused by Brett Warshaw my next cookbook I'm not sure how to pronounce it's either Dada Eats or Dada Eats I'm gonna say Dada it's by Sama Dada and it's Dada Eats love to cook it 100 plant-based recipes for everyone at your table. It came out June 8th, and we just went to Barnes & Noble and saw a huge, huge display of this, so they're all in, like, please buy this. It's Indian dishes, unprocessed, easy, and indulgent. Hmm. She started off with an on-air appearance on the Today Show, and a star was born, and everyone's yay. She likes healthy eating, and she uses real unprocessed ingredients in surprising ways. For example, she shows you how to have your cake and eat it too because it's actually made out of chickpeas. Oh, good. Cool. Her food is often vegan, allergen-free, gluten-free, and grain-free <gasps> because she's only using the most nutritious ingredients, Ooh. not because she's cutting out food groups to follow the latest fad. Hmm. So some of her viral hits are brookie pie and chocolate chip tahini cake with chocolate frosting, one banana only muffin tops, pancake bread, cauliflower cacio e pepe and masala mac and cheese she draws on her indian roots for plant-based dishes like spicy eggplant masala and the best doll ever and she reinvents indian classics such as kheer sweet potato alu tiki creamy black lentils yum and she removes dairy but doesn't sacrifice flavor in her chocolate chip chickpea blondies Coconut sugar halva strawberry crumble bars, marbled chocolate tahini loaf cake, using unprocessed sugars, legumes, and grain-free flowers. That is amazing. That's Dada Eats, Love to Cook It, 100 plant-based recipes for everyone at your table by Sama Dada. You know, honestly, if I were to do more plant-based, which I should... I think Indian food would be ideal just because it's so flavorful and amazing and one of my favorites. Uh, I think I might have to get this book. It sounds awesome. My next book is technically a chef biography. It is called Finding Freedom, A Cook's Story, Remaking a Life from Scratch by Aaron French. So I know this has actually been a huge New York Times bestseller. Aaron French is the owner and chef of The Lost Kitchen. It's a 40-seat restaurant in Freedom, Maine, and it was recently named one of Time Magazine's World's Greatest Places. That's pretty amazing. I like this story. 
And I I tend to really enjoy um, chef stories in particular because I'm an artist too, and being a chef is a is an art form. But a lot of people end up not being traditionally trained necessarily, and they end up in this place like it's almost like a dark place, and cooking is their way of crawling out of that space, that really terrible mental space that they've been at or they've gone through some really bad times and then they come out of it and cooking becomes like a part of that whole thing. And Aaron French's life is really interesting and I think it it's really relevant, I think, for women as well. Uh, she came from a really a place where she was a mother, a jobless single mom. She, there was a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of rock bottoms. And this is her story of how she kind of made it to where she's at now. And it's really inspiring. And I think it's really cool to learn about that kind of thing and really, you know, acknowledge that. So I, I want to read this. I want to find time to read this. Hopefully you guys might have some time to read it. It's really fascinating. It's Finding Freedom, A Cook's Story, Remaking a Life from Scratch by Erin French. And my final cookbook is Cooking for Your Kids at Home with the World's Greatest Chefs by Joshua David Stein. It came comes out July 14. It keeps getting delayed, you know, post-pandemic. Mm. This has been happening. Yeah. I'm very curious to see what the world's greatest chefs cook for their kids at home because I would think after they come home and they've been cooking fancy restaurant food all day, they would just throw pasta in front of their kids and scream, eat it. <laughs> but no. <laughs> so each chef contributes a recipe. I'm peeking at one that's called Floating Islands with Rose Praline. It's a dessert. Ooh. I'm peeking at Eduardo Jordan's Morning Oatmeal. Another chef has contributed something that looks so amazing. Pumpkin stew with potatoes and peppers. Yum. Margarita For uh, Forest makes a penne al telefono. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. That sounds pretty funny. And there's another chef, that can Sean Brock, that contributed Japanese omelet with cheddar and formula. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the publisher writes... Looking for meals that will appeal to everyone around the table? Cooking for your kids is the perfect solution. 100 recipes for breakfast, lunch, snacks, dinner, and treats from the repertoires of world-famous chefs who cook for their children at home. Charming first-person stories offer a glimpse into their private lives as they strive to raise adventurous and healthy eaters. The chefs explain why each dish is much loved, highlight how ingredients can expand palates, reveal insider tips, and share their work-life balance challenges. That's Cooking for Your Kids at Home with the World's Greatest Chefs by Joshua David Stein. And my final cookbook is The Happy Sandwich, Scrumptious Sandwiches to Make You Smile. It came out May 11th. It's by Jason Goldstein. I, I actually have slowly become more of a sandwich convert when i was a kid wow i hated sandwiches so but i never experienced a good sandwich i think is what the problem was so these okay sandwiches i object i have to butt in here <laughs> i remember Bye. when you you did not like sandwiches and you would be instantly suspicious of anything that if you saw bread you're like nope <laughs> 
you know, I think I probably knew deep down I I had celiac as a kid. I just didn't know how to express it properly. Yes, maybe you, you had the psychic vision. I think this bread is not going to be good for me. But it was really hard to pack you guys a lunch when you don't eat a sandwich. It's like, um, totally. I'll throw some carrots and strawberries into a bag and scream and uh, just throw it at you. Right. No, I, I can't. As an oh. adult now, I can't imagine how difficult my sister and I were with food because oh. we liked every... We always would like the opposite things. So if I liked a sandwich, Brie would hate a sandwich. So it would never work out, you know. It worked so. out okay because for those of you that don't know, Katie and I are cousins, but I'm significantly older. And so I would have adventures on weekends to give their mom a break when she was a single mom. And her sister would pick mm, Chinese food every other week. And then Katie would pick Mexican. And I never got to pick Indian. <laughs> We have to make up for it now. Yeah, you should have because, oh man, I remember the first time I ate Indian food. It was, it was life changing. Oh, yum. But sandwiches, I hated them as a kid. And it wasn't until I was an adult that I started liking sandwiches. In fact, it was my husband that made me like sandwiches. I hated sandwiches. The only person that made me a good sandwich was my grandmother. So I don't know what it was, but when I had a good sandwich, I became more and more open to having sandwiches and now sandwiches are awesome like they are so cool this cookbook is super simple it's awesome and it just has every awesome sandwich you'd ever want all compiled in one cookbook and i enjoy that so chapter one we have slow cooker sandwiches chapter two is sheet pan sandwiches then we go into the awesome and bestest best grilled cheese sandwiches and then we have no cook sandwiches that's where I start getting a little e about things, but these all look great. So some examples of like recipes you'd find in the no cook sandwiches are arugula pesto tuna salad sandwich. That sounds very good. There's a chips and dip sandwich. I'm not sure if I am. <laughs> How is that a sandwich? I'm I sorry. I don't know. I'm scared. I'm confused. So the best grilled cheese sandwiches, obviously so awesome. There's Greek grilled cheese sandwiches, a Brie and apricot jam grilled sandwich. Oh, yeah. Guacamole grilled sandwich. That sounds messy. (laughs) It does, but I'm like, what? I never thought of doing that. That sounds awesome. Spinach artichoke grilled sandwich. Then we also have a eggplant parm sandwich. Thai curry meatball sandwich. Honey harissa. Oh, it all sounds so good. So these are like awesome sandwiches, and I appreciate that. And they're very easy to make, as most of us know. Like even the slow cooker, cooker sandwiches, you just throw usually meat in the in the cooker, and then you're fine. I have to confess, the, the cover did not sell me on this cookbook immediately, but inside is where it counts. The inside, all of the photos are big, they're bold, they're bright, and there's a lot of very thorough instructions. All the ingredients are very clearly listed. It even tells you what to do with some of the leftovers, which I know for sandwich making, that can be a problem because if you do a slow cooker sandwich and you're like, I made a bunch of meat and I only made one sandwich, what do you do with it? You don't want to have a sandwich every day. So it tells you what to do with leftovers. I really like this. This is a great book, even if the cover is like, I don't know. It is. It's a great book. Go check it out. It is called... The Happy Sandwich, and they're not lying, Grumptious Sandwiches to Make You Smile. It's by Jason Goldstein. And I believe we have now successfully wrapped up spring of 2021. That's exciting. Yeah. 
If you want to check out more spring cookbook releases, take a peek at some of our previous weekly roundup episodes to get the full scope of spring. Thanks so much for listening to this week's Cookbook Divas mini-sode. Make sure to subscribe and leave a comment for us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. Stay tuned every Tuesday for our mini-sodes and Fridays for our weekly roundups. For more cookbook content, you can take a look at our blog at cookbookdivas.com or follow us at Cookbook Divas on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Thanks again for listening and happy cooking!